Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rana here with a public service announcement slash if you know what's good for you. I'll have to figure out the acronym for that. In any event, fabulous Fred Alex Lamb, who is a member of our Carriage House community and uh, our Ask Rana Social Club, did the most inspiring, smartest thing, which is he posted the other day that he had ordered all of the wine that he wants to drink at his parents' house for Thanksgiving and had it shipped there. And I thought, of course, if that is not carriage house living at the absolute top level, I don't know what is. So I want to encourage people to reach out to Connor at Fiasco Brooklyn. We all know fabulous Connor, who we love, if you want to do the same. He has the most incredible taste and palate when it comes to wine, and he can put together one bottle, four bottles, 12 bottles, really depends on your family, excuse me, and how much you can stand them or how much you love them. So go to fiascobk.com or email Connor at fiascobk.com. That's Fiasco Brooklyn. And don't forget, Connor is only one N, C-O-N-O-R at Fiasco bk.com. All credit to Fred Alex Lamb, but get on it now, guys. Thanksgiving is literally right around the corner. Kiss, kiss. I don't want to hear about it. I still have my Halloween nails. I don't want to hear about it. My goodness, Ron, have you been having um, some spooky nights with Mr. Cleveland? Now, this isn't coming out until November, so people are going to be tired of hearing about how much fun we had at the spooky key. Mm -hmm. But are people at all interested to hear about the two packs of sour Skittles I had last night at about 2 a.m.? Do you think that's a good cheat or a bad? Oh, full size. Oh, yeah. I thought oh. it was Halloween Oh, no, no, no. Candy. Full size. Bought one at 7-Eleven. Oh. oh, you're on a sour Came back bend. and ate it. Went back downstairs, bought another pack. Came back and ate you it. You must love a good warhead. What's a warhead? Like a lemon like head, a... but a warhead. Oh, it's yeah. It's a super sour sucker. I love a super sour sucker. It's true. Anna. You'd better off. You know what? Forget it. I was <laughs> going to say you'd be better off having a super sour sucker. But the truth is, you want that crunch. Chomp. I want the crunch. That's your problem. I yeah. want all senses your, to come alive. Your issue, which is why I look not just, so yeah. raggedy today, is because the sugar. I did a really long workout. It barely sweat anything. 
Yeah. Well, like sugar, that, sugar loves to get in there and just move in. Oh, if you yeah. let it come, it stays for as long as it possibly yeah. can. Talk to my waistline about it. You have to it. Kick, kick it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't pinch an inch. You uh-uh. have to kick you have to kick it all the way out the door. You're gonna have to eat only special K for the next four days. Just You're right. And and special K and egg whites. Challenge. Special K and challenge. Cottage cheese. You're right. Yeah. I'll do the eighties diet. California plate. What does that mean? That was your waitress at the diner when when you order your Of course. Every time you come in, she orders it before you even sit down. She goes, California, California plate. plate. California no plate is anything scooped out with a scoop of cottage, anything with a scoop of cottage cheese. It's usually an avocado. Avocado fil- means California. Cottage cheese avocado always yeah. means California on a menu. Yeah, avocado, California plate. <laughs> yeah. That's Burger co- California to, style. In the 80s, California plate was co- was code word for he's on a diet. Yes. We have so I'm on the California of, plate. Yes, yeah. we do. We have a couple of, in your case, it's just a plate because you normally live in California. That's true. But I just when you come to Marblehead and you go to the Driftwood, tell them you want everything. Just tell them you want it California style. They'll give you a, a scoop of cottage cheese. Definitely. So here's the situation. Instead of I'm hash browns, they'll give me a full baked potato with sour cream on it. <laughs> a jacket potato. Yeah. I want you to read. Mm. You know, something happened. It's too, forget it. I wow. want you to read these three comments, and then I want to read an incredible follow-up that we got. And then we have a guest, which people are going to be very, very interested in. She's a very interesting, funny, glamorous person. She's a perfect guest for this show. That's all She's I'm going to perfect. say. She's perfect. Yeah, because she yeah. and – I mean, yeah, you're right. Okay, so we'll leave it there. You ask oh, also, her a question, she gives you an answer. And she's thoughtful about it. Sure. Listen, please don't forget okay. to sign up for the December Social Club now. Oh, I'm upset now. Okay, here's the situation. arsocial.club or arsocialclub.com. Why are you upset, Rana? Because people are missing out on the luxury. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs a little luxury. Once a month, these people, you can't even go to Chili's and get dinner for under $100, I don't think. I've you never really been can't to Chili's. at this point. How much is dinner at Chili's, Brian? You must know. For one, anywhere between like 30 and 100. Okay, depending on whether you have a bottomless, an insatiable bottom as you drink. And dessert. (laughs) When is someone going to come? An insatiable brownie bottom. And a a pazooki. I guess it depends on whether you have an insatiable bottom and a pazooki. Is that right? And if (laughs) if you're having muds, like five or six mudslides, it's sort of just. I'll tell you a little secret. I do make myself laugh. Rana, you're hysterical. I'm my own best company, but I do. The problem is I need an audience and that is where you come in because tit tat, tit tat, tit tat. Yes. I say something, you say something, I say something, you say something. What fun. What fun. It's real. It's like, um, Deborah and Eric. Whoever they are. I hope they're having as much fun as we are. (laughs) Deborah Messing and Eric McCormick. Oh. But no one would ever get that reference. No but in that ever. case, in that case, it's really Max and uh, David because they wrote all the lines on that show. It's Max and David. Or it's, David and Max. It's George and baby. Gracie, except I'm Gracie and you're George. Okay. I anyway, guess. we've got a lot to cover today. Yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm upset. People are missing out you're on the a sour, luxury and I'm the, opportunity. And I'm the 
You're, You're the, the dower and I'm yeah. the Skittles. We're dower Skittles. Don't start that. Okay. You went as old Bones Glickman for Halloween. And I everyone saw they turned on the screen and there was a skeleton with a French manicure waiting. <laughs> it was very, very funny. And it's, it's a good thing I can laugh I've at myself done. because the truth is I am the picture of vitality. So it didn't bother me at all. I'm gorgeous. I'm lush. My skin is glowing. My nails it are is. perfect. It didn't bother me for a second. If I was close to that skeletor, I can understand why I might've taken offense, but instead I just shrugged it off and said, watch me skip over this puddle, you know? Yeah. Well, don't worry. Since I've been in New York, I've seen literally that skeleton in Zydemers on the Upper East Side pretty much every day. Zidimas. Zidimas. ARSocial.club, ARSocialclub.com. There are some incredible Halloween, uh, pardon me. There are some incredible holiday offerings. So join us there. All kinds of holiday offerings. Check it out as they Also, say. is it okay to say who's coming in on this December, Kiki? Like what, there's a, an ingredient coming from an incredible purveyor for this Kiki, or should we not say? That's the November Kiki. Oh, shit. Sorry. Okay. It's so embarrassing when you pretend you know what's going on at the company. It, it sort really of is. Because I, I act such... overly confident about it. <laughs> you just, you know, everything is showtime in five, Brian. And then you sort of, you know, get on and talk about the ladies' leggings as though you're wearing them. You know. It's true. But that's what makes you a great QVC host. Thanks, Rana. Please read these comments. Then we have one follow-up. Then we have the guest of, of the century. I do want to remind people, you can, first of all, we never say this. You can always buy the box as a one-off. Always. And gift it as a one-off even. It's one, Or you can gift them a membership. That's it's an right. incredible holiday gift. It but is. You, it's an anytime gift. But you can always buy just one. That's all. That's all I want to say. Go on. July meal. Says, a mm. cashmere throw and a cup of tea. Ron and Brian are the human equivalent to a roaring fire, a cashmere throw, and a steaming cup of tea. Whenever I have a bad day, I put them on, and I inevitably find a piece of wisdom to help me stand a little taller and move on. Thank you both and your amazing guests, especially Garoid Farrelly. Garod. Garod Farrelly. Garod Farrelly. Yeah. For helping to make, I'm so humiliated. For helping, I'm embarrassing myself left and right today. For You're helping not to make, actually. It's good that you don't pronounce his name correctly because he's dying to get in the sack with you. And the second you acknowledge him as I'm a his human hall being and not a teeny little Irish, you know, colonial whatever he is, he he'll he'll forget all about you. Thanks, Rana. You're welcome. Thank you, thank you both and your amazing guests, especially Garode Farrelly, for helping to make our days a little brighter and for drawing us a little closer to the human experience. XOXO. What a tomato, says truly a masterpiece. <laughs> Hello from Copenhagen. <laughs> this show ah. provides perfect Hugo listening during... Remember, because we shouted out, are people in Denmark still listening? Yes, this because we're thinking about having our show in Copenhagen. That's right. Or Copenhagen, I don't know what they call Whatever it. they say. This yeah. show provides perfect Huga listening during the long, dark Scandinavian winters, not to mention during the spring, summer, and fall, excuse me. Light your Palo Santo candle. Pour yourself a big glass of Rodvin. Rodvin? Rodvin. Some kind of wine. Red wine. Your, red like wine. wine. That's what something. it is. Oh, okay. No, it's red wine. Whale wine. It's red wine. <laughs> R-O-D must be red and V-I-N must be wine. Yeah. 
Put on your cashmere sweats and settle in on your tastefully Danish designed sofa to listen to the most discerning woman in the world and the most quick thinking mischief maker to ever inhabit a carriage house. Advice, gift guides, meddlers, interlopers, the show has it all. Absolutely recommend. I would rate 5,000 stars if I could. And finally, Henry, and I love that, by the way, Copenhagen, I love the screen name, What a Tomato. Fabulous. Henry92211 says skincare and midwifery or midwifery. Listen to episode 139, then listen to all the prior ones, then join the carriage house, then enjoy the gorgeous coffee and social club treats, and then meditate if you have a few spare minutes. Five stars. Mm. And then we had a wonderful follow-up from the sperm donor. This is the one we did with Andy Daly. This is a good follow-up. And then another thing happened with this. Anyway, read this. This is terrific. Okay. Dear Ronner, Brian, and Andy Daly. Do you think he listens, Ronner? No. Potential spone donor here with a follow-up. So this <laughs> I was think the guy he enjoyed for- his time. If, I'll tell you what, if he does listen, he's going to let us know. That's, That's for sure. true. Yeah. Potential sperm donor here with a follow-up. Thank you so much for taking the time to answer my question on the free feed, season three, episode 138. You provide valuable perspectives that I hadn't yet considered, which brought me the clarity I needed to gut check my decision. I wrote to my current acquaintance slash old high school friend and let them know that while honored to be asked, I'm not the right person for the job. Two of your points in particular resonated with me. Number one, Rana saying, you don't really know this person, not anymore. Two, Brian saying, I feel like you don't know if you want to do this, so maybe don't. Ultimately, it wasn't the right cast of characters involved. I don't think I've completely shut the door on donating sperm in the future. That is the most disgusting phrase I have to tell you. <laughs> and I'm a sperm owner. You know what I mean? I'm a you sperm maker. Yeah, you're a sperm. You're, you are. You're a sperm landlord. I, I'm a sperm maker. Yeah. But now I know it would need to be a friend <laughs> I'm closer to in the present. And I need to make sure I'm comfortable with being a known factor in the potential child's life. I also appreciated the additional thoughts of the Wank Bank baby writer that you shared on the recent episode 142. Ultimately, it's the potential child's point of view to consider, first and foremost, when weighing the pros and cons here. Thanks all for bestowing your wisdom upon me and guiding me through my decision-making. In this, get ready to throw up, sticky situation. Don't use his name, even if he said you could, because shame on him. Kiss, kiss. How about that? How about no kisses? No kisses. Don't mention But the letter, I think, uh, put it, I think that's correct. I think it all put it into context. And I really loved that letter that we did receive that we read for The recent him. one. Yes. And I think that that's right. I would say don't close the door on it, but the circumstances yeah. have to be right. That's right. And yeah. Andy was saying how you should like, and we got actually a lot of feedback about this, how Andy was saying like, really check the laws in your state and blah, 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 blah. But then someone said, you don't need... We at least have a lot of lawyers listening to the show, Rana. I'll say that. Oh, don't get me started. I got a 30-page th- letter on Patreon. Uh, from, from Josh? someone. No, no, talking about, uh, what was it? What was the evidence? I'll, send, I'll, say, I'll say this oh, for the benefit. a 30-page letter talking about, you know, whether Harvey Weinstein's penis was admissible as evidence. Uh, what was the conclusion? We just needed a yes or no. I made, I made the offhand comment, which I stand by, that his attorneys couldn't have been too good if they couldn't keep the pictures of his Fournier's gangrene out of court. And then Jesus. that person who's a, I don't know, half a year law student decided to tell me they're working on evidence now in discovery and explain to me how it worked. And I'll explain something to you. If you can afford the right lawyer, I'm looking at you, Donald Trump. Anything's possible. 
then <laughs> then uh, your rules don't apply anymore, dear. You Wonderful. just need the right, the right lawyer and the right judge, and that's called America. There it is. Speaking of America. Yeah, Miss America. Miss America, for sure Miss America is here. Yeah. Uh, June Diane Raphael, right around the corner, everybody. Oh, I can't wait. Well, should we just get into it? Yeah, why not? You know, this is supposed to be an ad, but I'll tell you right now, it's a personal endorsement. It's an endorsement. During the pandemic, Andrea who is an absolute one-woman show based in Portland, Oregon, okay? Yeah, of which, by the way, I'm sure there are plenty of actual one-woman shows there, but she's the ticket I'm buying. This show is not closing, okay? This is not a limited run. Correct. She dedicated herself to making one type of perfect chocolate chip cookie and then very generously just sent it to us once. And I'm telling you, <sighs> it's all in the name I am talking about Show stopper cookies. Show stopper cookies. These cookies, yeah. I can't tell you the size of them, the flavor of them. It's like an elevated Toll House cookie, but it has that Toll House comfort. Mm-hmm. It's thick without being dry or chalky. It still manages to be. But it still has a little nice, perfect And it crisp. has a good bite crispy on the edges and it has yeah. a nice bite but without being dry or crispy absolutely delicious she apparently began baking uh she learned from from her jewish grandmothers in the kitchen with them okay she's been working on this recipe for 10 years perfecting it after 10 years of perfecting this recipe showstopper cookies are landing in the homes of lucky cookie eaters all over the united states they are made fresh to order pardon me they are the perfect Fresh. gift for any occasion. I can vouch for that. I've given them when I remember when she sent them to us originally, I must have sent them to 10 or 15 people. And Andrea had to write to me personally and say, Stop ordering cookies. I can't fill your orders, Rana. And I said, I'm sorry, it's your fault. You made the perfect cookie. Well, now people right. can buy them everywhere. She's figured out the logistics. She I'm offers so shipping to the lower 48. Delivery in Portland. If you live in Portland, where my dear friend Dave Finkel lives, I sent them right to him. Pardon me. She sent brought, oh, brought them right to his door. Or she does free porch pickup where she'll let any crazy person in the city of Portland come to her house. Just walk right up to her porch. Which I really think she should stop doing. I do too, Frank. Particularly in Portland. Uh, yeah. In any event, visit showstoppercookies.com. Use the code RANA. For 20% off your next order. That's generous. That's not bad. Cookie club not included. So she took a little note from us on the Ask Rana Social Club. She's doing a cookie club. Good for It's a good idea. What can I tell you? So cookie club, you can't get 20% off, but everything else you can. And if you smat, you'll order now. Because I already know she's going to get so exhausted during the holidays. She's going to have to close the yes, store. Yes. Do it early. Showstoppercookies.com. Code Rana. Yum. Brian. Rana. Have you heard? What's the word? ZocDoc. Yeah. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and Mm -hmm. are available when you need them. Pardon me. Yep. I got to say, Rana, before you book any 
dinner, brunch, lunch in the city. You pour over lists and lists of reviews to see what these places are like. So why wouldn't you do the same when booking a doctor's appointment? Such a good Because with ZocDoc, you can see real verified patient reviews to help find the right doctor in your network and in your neighborhood. Finding the right doctor is just, if not more important, Rana, than finding the right plate of ex-Benedict or salmon Benedict or caviar Benedict. Well, I like a Florentine Benedict, but I couldn't agree more. Florentine's nice. There we go. I could not agree more. And the idea that you could get a great doctor who use, who takes your insurance is available when you need them, pardon me. Mm-hmm. And that this app can do it all for Do you know how frustrating it is to find a great doctor and to know that you're walking in with a real recommendation? Not just not to I mention heard that you're so and so. These are people not- that are crowdsourced in reviewed. Review. Yeah. And on ZocDoc, you can find every special under the sun. So if you're trying to straighten your teeth, fix an achy back, get a mole checked out, anything else, ZocDoc will do it. They have you covered. It's also incredibly easy to schedule on so ZocDoc. Easy. Yeah. You could just use their app even, Rana. Exactly. Which is fabulous. And by the way, there are so many times now where like, I can't get into my doctor for weeks. So if you need someone fast, this is the way to go. Someone reliable, someone great, someone who takes your insurance, and someone who is absolutely thrilled to help you and to be part of this network. Go to ZocDoc.com, find the doctor that's right for you and book an appointment in person or remotely that works for your schedule. Every year, every month, millions of people use ZocDoc. It's the go-to whenever you need to find a book a quality doctor. Go to ZocDoc.com slash AskRana and download the ZocDoc app for free. Uh-huh. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash AskRana. ZocDoc.com slash AskRana. Wait a minute. Oh, my God. I don't know where to start with the credits on this person. Because I was, of course, you know, Mimi prepares the brief. She gets all the credit, Rana. It's adorable. She prepares the brief. She sends to me the bio. Our guest? Which is funny. No, Mimi, you know. Oh. Which is funny to me. Right. The idea that I needed a bio oh. on, our ge- on our guest today is on JDR. To yeah, <laughs> but then I start read. But then I start reading the bio, and I think to myself, any one the of surface. these words could be interchangeable as the first Completely. adjective. Right. Screenwriter. Let's throw yeah. that up top. Sure. Opera coach. Mother <laughs> of all podcasts. Mother of all podcasts. Self-appointed mother of all po- of all podcasts. Throw that back up front. Writer, actress, movie actress, only television if, actress. Only if you watch Netflix. Only if you watch movies. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Let's get back to movie writer. Let's get back to that creator. Exactly. Creator. Inspirational speaker. Sound advice giver. Self help guru. Yeah. Are they, do people still say that? Yeah. The inspiration for Joja Siwa. <laughs> and now we've just, now we've just learned off stage. Applier of sunscreen every two hours. She does every two, you know, the bottle of says. skin cancer. That's what you could, you could call her also. That's true. The, the this, legendary sunless talent that is June Diane Raphael. Well, gosh, <laughs> th- I'm thrilled to be here. And let me just start off with, I think, my most important credit, which is a player of sunscreen. And I do wish more people, you know, I don't know, Rona, if you know that Gwyneth Paltrow received a lot of flack recently. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I know only just years recently. Ago. Well, her two, well, her two vices. Uh, yeah, uh, I have to laugh. I'll, we'll get into her for two seconds. But her two vices, her self uh, 
you know, proclaimed vices. Mm -hmm. Uh, She has one cigarette once a week. On Saturday night, she has a glass of red wine and one cigarette. That's I have a feeling one means five. And the other thing is that she just loves the sun and she can't quite give up her glow. So she doesn't wear sunscreen, even though all she does is sell people things in order to make her their skin better. When sunscreen is the it is the absolute yeah, like primordial base layer of all and the, things. You know what? I'm so glad you brought that up because it is it is an interesting scam that she's running. She's also a Rick Caruso supporter, but but that's a whole let's put that over there first for now. But she <laughs> She did post her beautiful um, mikvah the other day. Somebody posted She video. did a mikvah? Well, she posted, did an architectural digest of her new home in Montecito, and they went down to the bathroom. Somebody was reposting it as an anti-Rick Caruso thing, saying, sure, you should take her voter guide. This is the life that she's living. And it's her in her bathroom, quote unquote. She has a spa that she built in the bottom of her house. But the funny thing about it to me, you know, Hannah Einbinder and I have a funny, cute little DM relationship. We sort of, you know. She won't return mine. Two Jewish girls having couple jokes together here and again. Mm-hmm. And I wrote I asked her, her for she, $50. she was actually the one who posted it. I forgot. Fifty dollars she didn't give it to you? No. Well, she's so, you know, on the rise. Everybody wants fifty bucks from her. That's right true. Now. You're right. But I wrote back to her and I said, beautiful mikvah. Because she was giving the tour and saying, maybe she could write it off, haha, now because she was a wellness guru. But the bathroom really looked like a basement hammam. Honestly. At the Trump Soho. That was the sort of feeling I was getting. And I was disappointed. I expect more from her. She usually has quite beautiful taste. But that's what happens when you put a spa in your basement. No way. It's very true. And it's like having an indoor pool. Ugh. Who needs it? It's more trouble than it's worth. But she did something in a tutorial, which, you know, the internet went crazy over because she, yes, she hawks all of these skincare products through goop. And she did her own skincare routine. And when I tell you, she put two drops, one on mm. one finger, one on the other, of sunblock mm. on, and yeah. put it on her face. Now, every dermatologist will tell you, you need- Overdo a, it. You need at least, Brian, a fingers, two fingers full of sunscreen. Just for your wow. face. Wow. Well, well, we're going to have face. to cut. Whatever that was, we're going to have to cut it, because that's not the kind of show this is. Whatever that <laughs> whatever that was. And that was, I, now I know, now I can see what the problem is. You're competing with her. Are you running workshops too? That looks like listen, you're running a workshop. And when I say kind. I put it on every two hours, I don't know that that's true. I put it on every time I go in the car. Yes. You reapply. Yeah. Yes. What kind of sunscreen are you using these days? Elta. Which sure. you should not buy. I could have said it before you did. You should not buy on Amazon because there's so many knockoffs there that are not the real deal. Yeah, I use the 50 sport one because it's by far the best one if you're going to sweat, by far. Okay. Do you find that that hurts your eyes at all? No, because it's mostly zinc-based, that specific one. Oh, okay. does it hurt your eyes? My eyes are super sensitive. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're this piercing blue. I don't know if you've ever seen mm. them before. but mm. I can't they, look at them He directly. hasn't seen those, but he's seen the Caribbean Ocean, so he knows what you're talking so about. So you do know. Yeah, yeah. No, those, that <laughs> – Certain sunblocks hurt my eyes. But um, yeah, she got a lot of, you know, everybody went crazy over that because, of course, it is, it's really the only skincare we need. There's one dermatologist, and I don't know who she is, but she started this whole pea-sized nonsense. 
doctors And my question is, why would you tell people to use less? I can't understand. If they use less, I suppose that's up to them. But I can't imagine why your recommendation would be, well, oh, don't worry, the I, tube will last longer. I, listen, Rona, I don't, I, I don't want to set myself up I, in an adversarial position to you. Um, so I'm oh, going to be careful. Oh, I know, I, I know, Brian. <laughs> But peace. You find doing it, it with Paltrow, apparently. <laughs> I am. I feel much safer there. I feel like I can sit in that conflict in a much more comfortable way. Um, but pea size does make sense for something like a retinol or retinol. Sure. That's pea size. I'm talking about sunscreen. Right okay. Now. So if we're just talking about sunscreen, more is well, more is more. Is. June, if life is a recipe, okay. Oh, God. I'm, you know, I'm, or I'm a bomb we're not, here. here we go. We're not. <laughs> We're not saying, you know, sugar. Oh, the recipe calls for a cup of sugar. Put seven if you want. We're just saying everything has its own little prescription. And sunscreen is the sort of thing, as I often say, I'd rather be looking at it than looking for it. Yes, I don't, absolutely. I'm very, I mean, I'm porcelain. You Look. really are. Your skin, I can tell you block, especially your hands, which most people forget. I'm the, well, everything Cox I do to my face, I do to my hands. Yeah. Everything I do to my face, I do to my hands. When I'm done putting whatever on here, I put it on here. And do that's you how I wipe it off on the top of my hands. That's my, of course. Okay. Cause yeah. I'm, I've really chest, let, yeah. I've let yeah. go. And that's an area like Courtney Cox. That's something I regret. Yeah. Yeah. But I wasn't. She regrets it. But well, you never want, I mean, I'm magazine. the sort of person that can get a sliver of a sunburn. If I leave one little thing exposed, I'll get a, a sliver burn. Wow. Anyway, this is. I isn't do feel. What I have is. to tell you, I do think people are going to masturbate to the last ten minutes of this. <laughs> there was something way too soothing about it. <laughs> I have. It was the Who finger are play. Those people. I don't know, Rhonda. There's plenty. And what of are there people charge that masturbate to a podcast? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like this is going to be the one. Honestly, or all the fruits who listen to this show, we call them fruits, June. Yeah, okay. All the fruits who listen to this show, who are going to be like, oh my god, they're talking about skincare, and they're just going to take their skincare and go to town with it. Well, it's a yeah. good. It's a good. It's a good time to break for sunblock. That's right. You know. Wow. This so is nice. To be honest, this show. Okay. In case you're not familiar, in case we have some new listeners, I don't really know, but I do think it's important to be somewhat professional about it before we become very unprofessional. I honestly feel like I'm sitting with two Ranas. I'm not kidding. <laughs> there is something. June's voice is Ranas without the accent. I know. It's Ryan. wild. Told and you're both before. basically where. Ranas, did you look like June when you were younger? When you were like By 55 who? years younger? What is that huh? supposed to mean? You're suggesting I don't look like June now? How dare you? <laughs> you June you looks actually, incredible. Do you look exactly. You and June. I just got telling, Ronna, you're done a telling you, you, I didn't mind that you went as me as a skeleton as me for Halloween because I know how vital I look. Yeah. So it didn't bother me a bit. And here you are trying to call me old again. That's not it's true, Ronna. It's very ageist. I'm you calling I don't June know what old. you're trying to do. Yeah, I no, think that's how dare you. <laughs> the picture of youth. Listen, listen to I me. Uh, listen, I I take that as some of the highest praise I've ever received, to be you, quite you, honest. It really is. Like to a be who quiet. told you you sound like me, but without the accent, June? You said you've been told that before. Maybe you I have. have. Maybe. I have. <laughs> I need to know by who. By Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, no, but, people well, have after this, people who we all this, know who are fans of Rona, mm-hmm. who love Rona, who look to Rona for advice and, you know, a path, um, have told me before that I've that there are certain similarities. And yes. I have, certain, noticed, like, I have noticed 
I've noticed you. Yes, and there's a thoughtfulness about the what you say. You think about what you. But what? What? What'd you What's say, Rona? That now? I noticed that June has been nagging me a little bit for the last. Rona, are you there serious? We there we go. How's this possible? She's calling me Rona instead of Rona. I know, but that's because she's familiar with you. It is. <laughs> it's just a little because bit. Because you do of, know that it's everybody. A it's but a nickname. You, it, I know you think that, but just so you know, and I do know how it's pronounced. But you know that there's a lot of people in that you know that I know who do just refer to you as Rona. It's the nickname for Rona. Exactly. It's just one less N. It's just yeah. one less N. And we do know how you pronounce it. And you're right. I should be respectful. And it's you should like, take it as a compliment, and Rona. And I do think it's important that people struggle through a name, actually. So I do appreciate <laughs> being called in. And not to Rana. mention, Rana, you wouldn't even believe some of the stuff I say behind your back. It's way worse. Than oh, that. that's I think I would because I have cameras in the carriages. In any event, okay, we we're here. For, we're here for everyone else today. Yes, we're really specifically here for the three people that have written in because life has become too much for them. Oh no, they don't know. Well, I mean. You know, we're going to find out what people's personal thresholds are because if they felt this was worth a letter, <laughs> this is this might be the sort of thing that June clears out of her inbox in two and a half seconds. And these people felt they needed to write a letter. They are in crisis, we could say. They've got nowhere to turn. Yeah. You come here, you write on this to this show, you come on this show, you ask a question, you get an answer. That's all we promise. You are free, dear, to speak however you like about these people. Respectfully, absolutely. of course. Whatever don't accent be you want to use, absolutely. Okay. Don't be, <laughs> but don't be afraid to be honest. That's right. Okay. Brian, dear. Darling. Would you care to read the first question? I'd be honored. Dear Rana and Brian and guest, I've been a listener since the beginning. Brian, you're absolutely fabulous on attitudes. Rana, you've inspired to... Me to buy my very first and hopefully not last Laura Piana sweater. Except they spelled it Misspelled. L-A-U-R-A. Yeah. yeah. It's not a Laura Piano. Okay. L-O-R-O. I don't know who Laura Piano is. They might have bought I a think, Laura Piano, Rana. I think Laura Piano is a second grade music teacher. That's who I think Laura Piano Laura is. Piano. I love oh, she that. just does patties. Yeah. Laura. Oh, Laura Piano's here. Yes. da 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 I'm hoping you can give me perspective on a situation I've been struggling with for a couple years. Mm. I hate my best friend's 11-year-old daughter. Oh. For context. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I met my friend, Jessica, through I mutual friends. I love this friends. letter already. I love it. I met my friend, Jessica, through mutual friends when we were both 20. Our friendship blossomed first within our mutual friend group and then independently of it. We had so much fun together in our early to mid-20s, getting drunk and grinding on randos. I was her maid of honor. <laughs> Oh, you are, so she's either British or Canadian, and she was in my bridal party. I'm also the godmother of her daughter, Brooke, who turned 11 this year. She's the godmother. Jessica and I are 38 now, and both happily married to our second and first husbands, respectively. Okay. Slip that in. Here's the rub. I don't know what that, I don't know, uh, to be honest, the construction of that sentence I couldn't make follow it. it. Who's yeah. on the second husband? Yet, the, so but... the, the, her friend is on the second. She's on her first. Okay. I think... Yet Jessica and I are 38 now, <laughs> happily married to our second and first husbands, respectively. She mentioned Jessica first. Yes, I know, but I don't think she's using the construction correctly. But anyway, we'll soon find out. Here's or the never. Rub. Right. Here's the rub. 
<laughs> I hate Brooke. I know this sounds harsh, but she's yeah, a tyrant. She was a sweet baby and toddler, but something changed in her when she was eight or nine. She started to become very boastful and entitled and, se- and seems not to have any boundaries with her parents. She'll tell her parents. She doesn't cooking. have any boundaries with her parents. That's my favorite sentence, but an 11 year old that I've I know. Heard. What are they supposed to yeah. do? How logical well, are they? They're supposed to have boundaries with her. That's they don't even know the word boundaries. The, exactly. Not the other way around. It's <laughs> not Brooke's job to figure no out. Kid, no 11 year old walks around being like, we need to make the boundaries clear. Yeah. She'll tell her parents their cooking <laughs> is, quote, shit and, quote, tasteless. <laughs> <laughs> She'll throw Might a tantrum be. when she doesn't get what she wants as a present for her birthday. She poured, well, that's every kid. She poured her father's scotch collection all over the main floor of their house, including on the dogs. Well. I know they would never admit it, but I think both parents are scared of Brooke. Oh, I know a couple of parents were scared of their, one of their kids. Jessica will bring Brooke to friends events and we'll have Brooke attached to her at the hip. Jessica will have, have her daughter sit with those girlfriends on the couches. We're talking over a glass of wine. It's mm, weird. Can't weird. really speak freely in the presence of a child. Brooke will also take any opportunity to grab attention by rolling her eyes dramatically and yawning while others are talking. <laughs> Man, I love most Brooke. Of the I stand in solidarity. Sort of great. Yeah. I Brooke agree. sounds terrific. <laughs> yeah. It's, Jessica, you might be really boring. Yeah. Most of the other girls don't know how to Brooke handle Brooke. Brooke has enough personality for everybody. Most of the other girls don't know how to handle Brooke and just chalk her behavior up to precociousness. Jessica will wave off any critique of lugging Brooke along with her by saying, she's mature for her age, or she's one of the girls. It's sick. (laughs) I have to say, it does take an adult to say, oh my God, their cooking is shit. You know what I mean? Kids don't normally say that. So that is adult behavior. But the real reason I really hate Brooke is because she will target me when her parents aren't there. (laughs) I was babysitting her once last year, and she told me, this kid is mature. Listen to this word construction. This is a quote. She told me I was going to, quote, die sooner than most because my <laughs> eyes were too close together. She once called a haircut that I got, which was a stylish bob, fugly. When Jessica's away from books, she'll admit how difficult it can be to be a mother, but won't admit that she's dealing with a demon tri- child. My question for you, can I tell Jessica to leave Brooke at home? When I invite Jessica over, I don't want her to expect, I don't want to have to expect her demonic mini-me to come with her. Love, kid hater in Kansas. Oh, wow. Okay. Actually, June, I guess this is a personal question that you would never answer, but are there any children, your children are around that you're like, oh, not that kid again? So I'm going to be totally honest. So Rona said I should be totally honest, Brian. And I, I actually get very, I I think we, we assume we live in a world that like loves children and prioritizes children. And I don't think that's true. And I'm very creeped out and uncomfortable by adults saying they don't like a certain child, which isn't to say that children's behavior isn't, of course, challenging. But to ever approach a child as though they are a tiny adult is to me says so much more about the Jessicas of the world than the Brooks. And I, I want to point out, Jessica said she didn't like her. She said she hated her. Yes. And <laughs> now, do I think it's entirely reasonable to say when extending an invite to your own home, no, you know, this is an adults only gathering, kindly, you know, leave the children at home. Yeah, of course. So we can create – the person who has trouble with boundaries here to me is Jessica. 
Yeah, I, I actually think that's really good advice of just a general sort of, or I don't even think it's offensive to be like, hey, could you and I have like a good talk without the kids or something? Like that would just be nice. But, or, I mean, and, and also you're just gonna have to live with the fact that Jessica is sometimes gonna bring her daughter. Life is fucking hard for parents. Really, yes. still, especially mothers. It just and is. It just is. And also like, yeah, of course I've had experiences where there are certain kids that um, are more challenging than others to be around. But I, and and kids who are really challenging to be around. And it it's hard. But I'm like, I think there's an expectation from adults that children should like them, that children should be easy, that children should behave in a way that adults deem as appropriate, that I find to be very, very odd and creepy. I also think you really maybe don't – I mean, this kid actually might be going through something, you know? I mean, that, sure. that's tough behavior. And you're not the one who has to be around it all the time. And the fact that you babysit a kid that you hate is bizarre. Don't babysit the kid. <laughs> very strange. Like, say no. <laughs> Well, that for sure. But my question is, June, if you found yourself alone with Brooke and she said to you, don't worry, you're going to die younger than most. Your eyes are really close together. What would you say to her? You're right. I just want to know because one of Jessica's main problems here is that Brooke is very, is precocious and is smart and Brooke can smell weakness. Well, I think you're And she smells it all right. over you and she's having a blast saying things like this to you. And <laughs> and I, and also put so I want to know as someone who is self-possessed and doesn't have trouble with boundaries, what you would do if you were alone with an 11-year-old who said that to you. Now listen, I have had 11-year-olds, 10-year-olds make me cry like make me cry as a teenage babysitter, okay? So I understand. <laughs> yeah. You know, in some ways, the approval of children is, and and when children are rude to you and saying personal things. I mean, I was coaching my son's soccer team yesterday, and I had worn a very bright red lipstick earlier in the day, and I thought I took all of it out, off of my lips, but clearly there was some on. And this child came up to me and said, your lips are disgusting, and it (laughs) looks like they're bleeding in the middle. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I'm what not going to lie. Like I, I, I realized like, oh, this stain from this red lipstick that I didn't fully, it was very matte. I couldn't entirely get yeah. it off. It was still there. Cause it's not hot enough to be a woman anyway. Right. But I, I, it Someone took has to my, say, a child says something like me that back. And I was like, <laughs> June, if you fucking cry right now, like I had a conversation with myself of like, if you cry right now, I will never forgive you, you know? And if you show on any level that this pains you, you're such a piece of shit. So like it's I such came a up, gut punch. <laughs> but it, Brian, it took my, it took my breath away. Yeah. So, you know, in some ways, like, what is that fraying that saying, um, out of the mouth of babes or whatever, like out of the mouth of babes. Yeah. Okay. It's like you know that they are these little truth tellers. Right. And so I, your eyes I, close together. I, guess I don't think my eyes are too him. close together. No, I mean, but not I know you, some people, Jessica. But I know Jessica, some people yeah. struggle with that, and it sounds like Jessica's <laughs> eyes might be too close together. <laughs> <laughs> and that's hard, you know. And, um. 
I what, what it's would very I say high to because you can also make a child cry very easily, which is not what I suggest. In other words, no, she's always on the offense. But if you did decide to say something to her, like you know, that's not a very nice thing to say, she might actually you cry. You could you right, can't you say things. Say that to her. This is what not I'm saying, though. Is like you her. have to be careful. But this goes to your point of treating children as children and not as grownups. I think Even what I might say like is grown-ups. like, well, I, I I think you might be right. I'm better and and you know enjoy my time while I have it. The only thing you can or do you here can for say someone is like Brooke, lim- she might respect that. Mm-hmm. Well, this, these are the main issues here. One, Brooke can smell weakness and fear all over oh, you. God. So until you can shake that, you're a target. Okay, <laughs> I'm just going to tell you right now, you're not safe. You need her. to make it right. not fun for her. I'm not saying you have to overnight become a different person who's full of confidence, but you definitely need to find a way to not take what, not take in what she's saying to you because it's not fun for her unless she okay. can poke at you. How's this? The other thing is you need to limit your exposure. How about that's a really uneducated thing thing to say. You have to find a way to find Brooke funny. What about this? You're Brooke. She just says that. I respond with, hey, I want to just check in. Are you doing okay? That's a really, that could be a really painful thing for someone to hear. That's good. That's disarming. Brooke. Brooke, are you... I'm I'm worried that you might not be happy and that something might be going on because boy, that's that's a that's a really upsetting thing to say to someone. That really you have to be feelings. comfortable with Brooke crumbling. No, Brian, not that that's really a, hurt oh, my feelings. That. Okay. Because she'll she'll that. be she'll feel like a conqueror. Yes, just like, hey, I'm I'm <laughs> floating above this mm-hmm. and I'm looking down and I'm Brooke, I'm worried about you, baby girl. Right. You could or also you could just s- say. Hey, Brooke, watch it. <laughs> hey, Brooke, <laughs> I keep one eye open tonight if I were you. I'm making yeah. close to a visitor. Yeah. And, and yours also, are nice if and, it's, and if set it's apart. If it's 6 o'clock, you mm-hmm. can say, hey, Brooke, it's bedtime. Mm-hmm. Hey, Brooke, one word, Dahmer. <laughs> okay? We're watching that. <laughs> and I'm giving him a call after this. Okay. You need to find a way to find Brooke entertaining. And you also need to find a way. I completely agree. You need to have a, the problem is this person is living in a place where they don't want to be in conflict, but they have a conflict and you need to say to your friend, Hey, I love Brooke. She's my goddaughter. She's not invited to taco night. And we have to sit in that. Yeah. But you know, Brooke, she's so funny. Brooke's the best. I don't feel like talking about, you know, how how to achieve multiple orgasms in front of your 11-year-old, if that's okay with you. Mm -hmm. I don't feel comfortable. I don't, I don't know if Brooke feels comfortable with it, but I don't feel comfortable with it. Oh, that's but it's and you have to so put well it on said. yourself, not on, but Brooke is oh yeah, but we can't control this. Brooke. This and not this on is, Brooke and not on your parent the friend's parenting either. No, you have to say it no. makes me uncomfortable. Uh, so are yeah, you saying I'm that I put my one. daughter in an awkward situation? Not, not at all. all. Brooke's the Brooke's the best. I you just no, no, do. don't feel I can yeah. speak freely in front of Brooke. You could do a pour some sugar on me. And by that mm. I mean this. You You've could, got the peaches, I've got the cream. Like the next time you see your friend, Jessica or Brooke, just be like, oh, hey, I your picked this up for Brooke. Brooke. I thought she might like it. That way, 
A, you might get in oh. good with Brooke, A. B, the mother might be like, she loves Brooke. And then when you say, let's just hang out together, it won't be weird. Maybe you butter Brooke up a little bit, make her feel special. I I I worry about that feeding the monster. Yeah, and I think Brooke's smarter <laughs> than that, Brian. Yeah, I think she she's is. Smell she's that. very smart. She's smell Here's the other juice is the word tasteless. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good. Here's you know? the other word news. And Brooke die sooner like than you most. Either. <laughs> Brooke doesn't like you either. No. And I also think Brooke sees you as a uh, competition. And I don't know what her parents do. I don't know how busy they are. I don't have any comments about that in the sense, look, life is hard. People work. I don't have any comments about that. And every child reacts differently to different situations. But Brooke has figured out that her strategy for attention is being smart and funny. And she's only 11. So that's going to cross boundaries on occasion with people whose feathers that ruffles. Yeah. Yeah. But the parents, for the most part, I think these parents are probably not around that much or not around as much as Brooke wants them around. Let's put it that way. Could be. It doesn't mean that they're not around enough. It just means that Mm -hmm. Brooke wants more. And so Mm -hmm. Brooke has figured out a way to lash out and be charming about it. But you, when you come into the situation, you're, it's the same. Imagine Brooke is six and you're standing in the grocery store and you and your best friend run into each other and you start chat, 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 chatting. And Brooke is standing there all, you know, three foot, four inches of her. And she is tugging on her mother's shirt because her mother is paying more, who, whom she has not seen all day, is paying more attention to the person right in front of her and having a great time talking to her and mm. not giving her that attention. And she wants that attention. Now add five years to that picture. It's just the reality of how she feels. It doesn't mean that the mother should be doing anything differently, et cetera, et cetera. But she has figured out how to provoke a reaction from her parents. You don't really want to be a part of that dynamic. So take yourself out of it. Or be her agent. Get her on TikTok. I guarantee you, you'll make a million dollars off this attitude. Also an option. I will say- And then in 10 years, put her on Real Housewives. She's ready for it. (laughs) To go back to that strange sentence construction, I also think it sounds like Brooke is- the child of a divorce and oh. at a tender age. So I Good think just, just trying Excellent to get into the point. interior life of Brooke and what might be going on behind the scenes. Um, you I know, can't even believe we didn't she's say struggling. that before. Yeah. That is so smart. That is so smart. Brooke has figured out how to put herself first in a situation where everyone else has put themselves first. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's my motto. Which also makes me think that it, you could try Brian's strategy for a minute to see if you give Brooke more attention, if that, if really that is what she craves. I just don't think she wants it from you, but you never know. Yeah, you a and little Brooke to be being, best friends. Brooke wants to be seen. Mm. So maybe there's a little something that Brooke's into, I don't know, a Tamagotchi. A Cabbage Patch sure. Kid, yeah. uh, you know, Duplos. Snoopy Snow Cone Machine. I don't, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, whatever, you know, whatever it is yeah. now. A ribbon. Jewelry. <laughs> Kylie Lip Kit. I have yeah. no idea. Whatever it is that she's into. Yeah. Laura Piano Lessons. Mm-hmm. Laura Piano Lessons. Yeah. Uh, but whatever shop. it is, whatever it is. Yeah, you could try to. You could try to say, Brooke, I knew you were coming and I did something special for you too, but I'd probably give her an iPad or a book and say, yeah, 
turn it way up. Here's some noise canceling headphones. We'll see you in an hour. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I also think Brooke is about a year, maybe a year and a half away from just staying home alone. So I think that Jessica's babysitting duties are, you know, quickly coming to an end. Yeah. But this mother's trying to have it all. Jessica's, uh, Brooke's mother's trying to have it all. Going to wine night and bringing her daughter, but not really spending time with the daughter. And I bet she never once said to her, how do you feel about me getting remarried? Oh, and I also think that uh, Brooke's mom is probably, yeah, dealing with a lot of, maybe dealing with some guilt of putting her daughter through this. Mm -hmm. Um, And so is thinking that she's helping by taking her around. The good news is, at the end of the day, Brooke's going to be fine. Brooke I has believe in how Brooke. to rise to the top. I do top. too, actually. I yeah. believe yeah. in Brooke. Yeah. The other and variables I'm actually quite worried about. I think you're a little jealous of Brooke. I think Jessica's a little jealous. She of wants Brooke. to be Brooke. Some, well, sometimes you meet a child and you think, "Wow, how do you already have more confidence and have it more figured out than I, I do?" I have three hundred years that way. later. Yep. Yeah. And, and also, they're, I they're think, sort of preternatural children like that. Yes. I think Jessica's yeah. looking at Old Brooke souls. and thinking like, wow, that's what it looks like to live out loud. For sure. Mm. You know? Yeah. And how refreshing. How refreshing. Because feels sucked, dummy. Yeah. You know? Yes. And so Jessica, every time she's around Brooke, can't help but to be reminded of like, her own limitations. This child. I do. Oh, I wish I were this child. I was basically like. You're this child now. Now. Because yeah. I am now. Yes. <laughs> now I am. Like, yeah. Fuck We're your not face. Eat this. Right. We're not going to eat this. Get it yeah. out of here. Yeah. Which is uh, why I think it'd be a good parent, only for the very caustic discipline I would provide. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do actually. I mean, I feel like I, I rule with a pretty, you know. I believe it. Heavy fist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in a good I, way, I just, in a it good seems way. like you're no, probably I, I a have, very good parent. I, well, I, I'm doing my best, but I do, I really do believe in, in discipline and firm boundaries. There are kids. rules. There are yeah. rules. And I think children mm-hmm. feel safe with them yeah. and free mm-hmm. within the rules and boundaries of the home. But, 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 um, I, so I have a feeling Brooke is actually feeling inside very chaotic because nobody is telling her that her behavior needs to be knocked off and quick. And I, 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 I think Brooke's going to be okay, but I feel for her. I know. I hope her parents have her in some sort of therapy or something transitional that can help you with this. I do want to say one thing about Brooke though, that I think even her mother is aware of. What's up? I think Brooke smokes. (laughs) Cigarettes? Yeah. I do, and I think her mother's even Jewel? You think she's on a jewel? No, I think she smokes cigarettes. Wow. And I think her mother has seen it and told her to stop, and she doesn't know how to do it. Well, then you can also, if that is true, you can say to her, I know you smoke. Yeah. Next time she says anything, do you just say, I know you smoke? (gasps) That's that's actually pretty good, (laughs) even if she doesn't. Even if she doesn't smoke, (laughs) see what she does. I know you, smoke. <laughs> you can have a little fun with Brooke. You say, "Why not?" Oh, no, I, I feel badly for Brooke. I do. I saw you take that cake. Yeah, totally. Yeah, anything. I'm going to drop you off at Miss Hannigan's house. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> I do think ultimately we ended up where we started, which is we have to have a little bit of. Uh, 
we have to have a little bit of understanding and compassion for Brooke. Because that's the person who's struggling here. You're a grown-up. You better figure out how not to be afraid of an 11-year-old. And if you can't, then you need to talk about that in therapy. Okay, you know what? This is going to be a two-question day is what this is going to be. Because I just realized we've spent a whole life talking about Brooke and sunscreen. I've enjoyed every second of it, but I actually just looked at the clock. I'm mostly going to read this question because I think it's going to end up being ASMR for people. Okay, whoa. Dear Rana and Brian, and any guest you might have. This is huh. not any guest. That's not oh, any guest. That's really no. general. That's the, that is the guest. We have the guest. Yeah. The guest. The get. The deepest First of, of all, dives. I just have to say, we we didn't even list her credits, by the way. We I know, we started, actually didn't. We, we said she has so many saying, credits that we didn't even list them. She's too fabulous, we can't list her credits, but we didn't list one of them. And then we were like, so we won't. <laughs> everyone knows, all, anyone who's listening to this is listening to the deep dive. And if they're Absolutely. not, they it's, don't know what they're doing with this. No, it's like, it's like a sister say. show, for sure. No it question. Really is, this I is, do. you yeah. buy a two-pack. Yeah, this very is much pack, so. Yeah, For sure. Not to mention, how did this get made? Not to mention everything else. <laughs> oh, I mean, come on. And then, pardon me, Grace and Frankie, no one who watches, yeah, listens on. to this show watches what, that six show. seasons? Was it six seasons, yeah. June? Seven, Brian. Seven, seven seasons. seasons. Yeah. yeah unbelievable. Unbelievable. With probably two of the, I mean, this is no shock, but probably the two most iconic women in entertainment. Titans. I think so, yeah. yeah. But then also the, the cast that they had below them, absolutely yeah. incredible. I mean, sure. such an ensemble, this show. Uh, okay, it's on Netflix. They can watch it. And if they're not, again, it's if you're not listening to Deep Dive, if you're not watching Grace and Frankie, if you're not going to hide at this Get Made Live show, I don't know what you're doing in the carriage house. I really don't. She's on I feel everything. there's a big van in that diet. Except drugs. She's on everything except drugs. That's true. Yeah. Well, that we know. Yeah. That way. That's Jessica right. St. Clair. We had a chat the other day about how she <laughs> took one pill <laughs> that had a half of a painkiller in it and she'd lost to Brian's. But anyway. Not important. First of all, I just have to say, we can cut that. First of all, I just have to say that I love you two so much. And you really got me through the darkest days of the pandemic. You two deserve all the love and fans you get and more. But you know that already. Okay. Doesn't hurt to hear it. The regular episode Never and hurts. the carrot chest episode are the highlights of my week. My question is about snacks. When my boyfriend and I hang out, there are always too many snacks, and I feel like I can't control myself around them. My boyfriend is ring a ding ding. Mm -hmm. This is gonna you bet it. This is gonna I'm gonna have to strap in. Yeah, (laughs) this is gonna hit you in the. We started talking about two packs of Skittles, so this is gonna hit you in the kishkis. Last night I went to Seven Eleven, got a pack of sour Skittles, came back to my place, ate them, went back out to 7-Eleven, got another pack, yeah. and ate that pack. Oh, God. You know, I you're the person. I'm the kind of person, Someone gave June, me a full sleeve one of piece stabbers. of candy, and then it's like, I can't I take it. So I have to have this. no yeah. sugar at all, or I'm a monster. I understand. Okay. Yeah. So listen up then. This question is for both of you. My boyfriend is a big guy and well over six feet tall, while I'm a petite woman. His snacking style is more like a bear, and he will wander around the house and graze on tasty snacks throughout the day. He likes to have a lot of delicious snacks on hand at all times, both savory and sweet, and especially loves to have a big bag of popcorn or chips or whatever when he's watching TV or a movie. 
On the other hand, my snacking style is unfortunately more like a chipmunk, and I can't stop myself from stuffing my cheeks full of whatever's around, (laughs) especially if it's sugary. I'm not necessarily worried about gaining weight. Congratulations. But my body isn't very happy when I do this. Last year, when it was jelly bean season, what? What? Is that when like Easter? Jelly, I feel like the spring jelly, is jelly bean I guess season. that's, yeah, it must be Easter. Oh, is there anything worse than a large jelly bean? Is there anything worse than not, Easter candy? Not the I little like really. jelly beans. Me neither. A big fat jelly bean you like? I don't I like, like any jelly beans. I like a Brock's. Uh, oh. You know, last year. I don't, I don't make jelly- those noises to you, Ron. <laughs> well, I, you think you know a person. Last year when it was jelly, the, the crust is too thick on a Brock's. I like the thick crust. I know. On the jelly bean. <laughs> Last year, when it was jelly bean season, I sure. ate almost a whole family-sized bag of jelly beans in about an hour. Nice. Wow. That's tough. And then had an oh, awful nice. dermatitis breakout on my face that it took months to get rid of. Mm. Mm. Sounds like we have a gut issue we have to look into. When we hang out, I regularly end up spoiling my dinner. Or Such a funny sentence, spoiling my dinner. For something it's like children. children, yeah. Yeah. I regularly end up spoiling, but it's a thing, spoiling my dinner or making myself queasy with things like gourmet Swedish fish, sourdough pretzel bites, and especially chocolate-covered nuts. Because if he's snacking, I want to have some too. But when I do this, I just end up feeling bloated and grumpy. The problem is that I can't cut myself off. If I've had too much, whereas my boyfriend is good at doing that for himself, I guess. Mm. I can only control myself if I know the snacks are for somebody else, like I'm making cookies for someone. I can usually manage not to eat all the cookie dough before it goes in the oven. Wow. Usually this is all okay because we live separately, and so I'm not eating half a family-sized bag of M&Ms every day or whatever. And I mostly only keep things like carrot sticks in my own place but we're going to move in together soon and I don't know how to deal with it. I've asked Mm. him in the past not to offer me snacks when we're watching a movie, but I just end up asking him for some anyway because I can't resist. And he doesn't want to feel like he's in charge of what I eat. Plus- I love the way you're reading this, Rana. (laughs) I've I've never been so engaged. Me too. Plus, he likes bringing me things he knows I like, especially candy. Because I get so excited about it. Help! <laughs> what do I do? I know Brian has mentioned that he can't have sugary stuff in his house, but what does he do when he's sharing space with somebody oh, who else a, else who likes to snack? Yeah. Don't, don't rub it Is in. How it about that? Possible? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Thank you, Maxine. It is okay if you call me this. She wants to be called. Wow. So I need advice. Wants to go I, to I, the wanna, I have nothing to say to this except that you're not doing a thing wrong. But beyond that, I really need, I need the advice here too. So I'm I'm actually with her, with Maxine. I wonder if June has a strategy. Well, I relate to this. I and I relate to you, Brian. Like I grew up in a house where we didn't have any snacks, and like the best you could do was a sleeve of you know saltines and diet coke. So when anything sweet came in, like I remember a box of Malamars coming in and attacking it, (laughs) you know, and and not being able to control. 
um, myself around suites. And I remember going to other homes and seeing like, oh my gosh, there's cupboards devoted to snacks and sweets. Unbelievable that we people can, that have that. Yeah. yeah, that we can live amongst peacefully in communion with yeah, I don't the earth people. and the sun and the and meals. Like we can just know they're there and not have to attack them or even if we're not attacking them, be so um, mentally in relationship, in relation to them oh, at all I can't all time. wait to eat a piece of old Halloween candy after right. this conversation. Like, I, yeah. Now, I, what I will say is Paul Shear, my husband, sure. um, is similar to, to this, to Maxine's boyfriend because – he uh, can, he likes yeah. having, like, I'm talking Costco size tubs of M&Ms. Right. Giant. Wow. Giant packages of red vines. But he must control himself because he's in great shape. He does uh, control Paul. himself. He doesn't yeah. struggle with those things, you know, in the way that I do. Um, but I will say, I think she's nervous about what it's going to be like. And sometimes I think we're to the scariest point is right now before we've jumped off. Cause I am now many years into living with Paul Shear and living with snacks. And there are times, you know, I've gotten into a bad cycle right now where every night I go over to that tub of M&Ms and there are peanut M&Ms mixed in there. I'm sorry, mm. peanut butter M&Ms, which to oh, me are the yeah. elite Oh, the elite sure. Reese's pieces, yeah. so better, much better, so much pieces. better. Yeah. So I've gotten into a very interesting habit of before I go up and retire for the night, I go buy that bin and I scoop whatever my hand tub. can hold. A tub, really. Yeah. yeah. It's really a tub, and yeah. it's like, but it's like a feeding bin for me, where I just mm-hmm. scoop. Sure. <laughs> my fantasy as a child. <laughs> Literal, my but at least you fantasy. do it on the way upstairs because you can't. The shame That's isn't true. going ba- back down like Brian did last night. That's well, where the Brian. Shame I want to offer you one practical solution and see if it hits. <laughs> and of course, yeah. you know, I, I don't want to die. Like I'm not ready to take my okay. own life. So, what if you and, bought listen, four packs of Skittles the first time? Then what would happen? I mean, you uh, you have to understand. My childhood fantasy was literally, literally, to unhinge Skittles my waterfall. jaw <laughs> and. Pack my mouth with M and M's, and then start crunching. That was literally I would fantasize about when I was like seven. genuinely, genuinely, genuinely. No, genuinely. You wanted to be a Pac Man. I used to like say it out loud to my sister. Like, wouldn't it be so cool if we could just like? I guess I didn't say unhinged, but if we could open our mouths and pour all the M and M's in, and then we could just hungry, start hungry hippos, hungry hippos. Exactly. Yeah. See, I understand that. I'm going to show. Ah, I'm going to throw out a practical ah, solution. I would love this. Jenny. Okay, I and, really would. And again, you know. Toxic diet culture, and I really I hate. No, of course. I hate all of this, but but yes. sometimes I'm also like we have to work within the framework of our society and give ourselves certain tools. And this is me dismantling from the inside as opposed to the <laughs> so outside. About this. Okay, <laughs> I really am excited to hear how successful the strategy is going to be. It's going to be so. so and I'm somebody who I I veer actually more towards salty than sweet, which is sure. why the peanut butter M and M's for me that's a great combination. That hits the spot. But so I have, you know, whatever my hand can hold and I try not to put it in another container. 
You know, and they say like, don't ever go to a second location. Like right. just, just try to get what your hand, <laughs> one hand can hold. Okay. Yeah. Then have that and brush your teeth. That is always key. Okay. That could stop you. It's a yes. nice barrier for me where it's like, if I've done my full, we're talking about sunblock. Let's also talk about dental care. If yeah. I've done my my dental care and I'm your nighttime flossing, face routine, all of the my stuff. I don't want to put another M&M in there. Now, have I? Yes. Of course. Have I? She's I also- snacking all day. Well, you know she what I would do? with a bear who is, who is I know. putting on a fat layer. I to have a me. solution to a little part of it. For real. <laughs> what I think you could do is, because listen, after I eat a ton of sugar, which again, doesn't happen a lot, but when it happens, it fucking happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel so Fucked up the next day. And my yes. stomach is, my body betrays me. Yeah. Yes. It's fully, full betrayal. I think if you actually said out loud to your partner, like what happens when I eat sugar is it tastes so good. And then the next morning I am on the toilet no less than six times that entire day. Wow. And it starts solid and then goes to diarrhea. Oh my God. And, and then I don't think your boyfriend. <laughs> and then be, he won't want to move in with it, you anymore. So no, your then he won't want to give you candy anymore. It, but it sounds like her problem is not just oh. sugar, Brian, because she's talking about sourdough wow. pretzels. Right. And there's a lot. I mean, I'm, I think that's definitely your problem when we're hearing. Part of me thinks they clear. should go to. <laughs> I speak for the people. <laughs> Part of me thinks they should go to Costco and spend $1,000 on snacks. And just like too much exposure, exposure therapy. Everything. Two of these, two of these, two of these, two of these. A barrel of these. Put them in the cabinets. And part of part of me thinks she won't even look at it after she Honestly, gives herself the permission to buy what, it. This is what's happening. It's happened like the red vines me. in the office. It's like who wants yes. to eat that after a while? Anyway, yes. yes. So this is what happened to you. It was the, you, just so much of a good thing. Now, and I'm going to tell you that there are times, especially according to my menstrual cycle, where it is it's still super dangerous for me to ha- to live in this environment but people don't have solutions to this problem this is called this is the problem of this and maybe this is fair to say and maybe it isn't but it's part of it is about being a grown up and we talk about this a lot which is that people don't really i don't blame them they don't want to be grown ups mm. and part of being a grown up is saying to your boyfriend i'm sorry i can't eat this much sugar And I want you to be happy and I want you to snack. And I know I have to not snack. But what if you didn't snack around me when this happens? Or what if we only snack when we watch a movie? Or what if da-da-da-da-da? But really, at the end of the day, you're the only one that who can say, I can't eat with you. It's a bummer. But I'm five, one and a half, and there's no way to put it. There's nowhere to put it. Although it sounds like it's not a weight yeah. issue. So it's hard for me to take this No, but really I think seriously. it's a gut thing. I mean, look, I mean, anyone yeah, who drops a sugar bomb in, the in their body, okay. this is what happens. Okay. Yeah. Well, and her like, skin. It's affecting her skin in a way okay, that Okay, that, you're right. That's, I'm sorry. Weight, skin weight is really the, the last. That matters. No, skin is the only thing that matters. That's true. We started off with yeah. it. I mean, listen, oh I've God, also had, I've had boundaries with myself. And I don't know if this is helpful. Where very hard. I'm just like, you know what? I've tried many times to go. I love going to the movies. I love sitting in a movie theater. It's one of my great joys in life. Totally. And I've thought to myself, June, go to the movies today and don't get popcorn 
and just bring your own water bottle and sit there. You're a, you're a grown up and you can do it. And what I have realized is that I cannot. <laughs> I was going to say, did you ever enjoy even one of those movies? That's no, what I was I won't ask. do it. And I'm not at peace with that. So yeah, or do or go to the movies and have popcorn. And that's what I've committed to. But, but don't I, have I it need, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yes. But I if I go to a movie theater, I must have popcorn and I must have a side of MMs and then I mix it together. And that's oh, my God, treat that and a diet amazing. coke. Yes. 100%. So it's just like that's other things are going to have to fall Brian in line around that. Podcast I know. Today. Brian isn't going to be any better. I can't believe I offered the toothbrushing as though it was going to be some major solution. I guess no, it does help, though. It does. And I'm if not going to tonight, even though I'm going to a restaurant that Unfortunately, it's, it starts with you. That's all it is. You're yes. the only one that can stop you. Yeah, I guess you could try hypnotism. I've never done it. You're the but, CEO of Maxine. That's right. Yeah. It starts with you, but you can say to him, I mean, look, okay, he doesn't gain any weight. Does he need to eat all day long like that? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, you could say to him, it do, you could say, it does make it hard for me. And he might say, oh, I'm sorry. I'll just do this or that. Because he doesn't mind when he snacks when he doesn't snack. Or he might just say, this is how I am. I don't know what to say. Listen, but I- you have to I, deal I, with it either way. Yes. I, I think, you know- a really strong partnership. The foundation is both of you trying to make each other's days as you know good as they could be. So hopefully he will really hear that and support it. And one tip that I've heard about that's really healthy is if you um, soak cotton balls in orange juice and swallow them, mm. apparently that really helps. If you guys never heard this, that's what models do. What are you saying? I told yeah. Mr. Cleveland the other night that I wanted something sweet. And he said, how about an orange? Oh, and I said, fuck you. Oh, and I said, go fuck yourself. I said, get, you should, I said, <laughs> you should, you should leave now and find Honestly. someone else. Absolutely. All right, June, here's the deal. We, we, we loved having you on Nadoy. <laughs> Please follow June everywhere. But also at the end of every show, June, we pick one of the letter writers who we think deserves a little something nice. Like, so we'll send them a candle or we'll send them a, you know, body care thing or whatever. So do we want to send something to, we don't have to find out what it is yet, but do we want to send something to um, Maxine, who we just discussed, or do the we want to send something, the snacka, or do we want to send something to- uh, Jessica? Yeah, who's dealing with- Yeah, to uh, the, wet, to the, the child. wet noodle. Yeah. I, I mean, my vote is for Maxine. Me too. Especially sure. because she seems- Maxine's re- in crisis. It, she's yeah. in crisis. And also, like, I relate <laughs> to the personality type that just wants a treat. I think she needs yeah. a treat. Yeah. You know, I love getting treats. Yep. So you want to send her a treat, even though her problem is all she's doing is treating mm-hmm. herself all day. <laughs> I don't think it's a it's a food treat, although maybe I don't know what you all. Send, I know what we're but sending I, her. I it can't be. We've, we've done gold belly and stuff before. No, so we're nice. not sending her food. We're sending her a gorgeous Kinto water bottle. Wait, inspired, inspired by Brian because if she has, you a were making beautiful, fun of it, Rana. I was making fun of you, Brian. Oh yeah, not the beautiful water bottle, just okay. you and the way that you flip it open and flip it closed. But I think if she had a gorgeous vessel that she felt excited Mm. to fill up, she Mm. might be able to sit in her wellness a little bit and look over. The only thing I don't want her to do is look over at the band, become disgusted by the band. She has to keep an eye on that. 
That's because that can happen when you're taking care of yourself. You sometimes look over at people and think, oh, you're just going to keep shoving stuff in there when all you want to do is be doing the same thing, but you have to go full in the other direction and find a way to despise them in order to feel good about yourself. But don't do that. What I'm suggesting is you have a gorgeous water bottle and that you feel excited about filling it up with either tea or water or whatever your treat is going to be for yourself and that you just sit in that a little bit. I Give that a shot. And when it doesn't work, try the scoop, the the June (laughs) Diane patented scoop. Give it a one scoop scoop. and see how that goes. But if you're going to drink that much sugar, you do need to drink a ton of water. That's just a fact. Follow her at June Diane. Also, everything's trash. We we didn't even talk about that. You're on everything's ah. trash, so you, everyone can watch that too. That's right. That's on Freeform with Phoebe Robinson. It's such a wonderful. What about show. the pickleball tournament? We didn't talk about that. And yes, I don't know when this will come out, but there's um. This is coming out in two, on November fifteenth. Okay, perfect. Celebrity pickleball. June Diane is in a celebrity pickleball oh my tournament. Going to be on so Paramount absurd. Plus. And Stephen Colbert is the oh here uh, it is November seventeenth is the, is the Howard so yes. it's in a minute November seventeenth it's called pickled it's called pickled it was so much fun so yeah it, I would encourage everyone even if you've never even heard of pickleball to watch it I'm playing I'm competing I can't wait. And it was a blast. Thank you both so much for having me. It's the new battle of the the network stars. We adore you. Keep up all the incredible, fabulous work. I don't know where you find all the energy, but I'm delighted that you do. That's my scoop of M&M's. Yeah. (laughs) Kiss, kiss. (laughs) Ronna, I mean, what can we say? She's wonderful. There's nothing to say. There really isn't. I'm worried about Madeline, but I think she's going to love her Kinto water bottle. And I want you to know, it's not just a water bottle. It's actually a flask. It's actually a lifestyle. Because it's hot and cold. It is a lifestyle. Yeah. And I want you to know, I people should know this. I bought one as a little joke. I got one for me, one for Naomi, and one for Cynthia Debris Sweeney for the Kiki. Because God. I was being Brian and Naomi was being Brian. We we're both being fruits. Yes, they were both fruits. <laughs> I was a strawberry. She was a banana. Fabulous. And then I said, we have to make sure we have our Kinto water bottle because Brian's always moving always his flask twirling. around. That's true. And it was so gorgeous, I have to say. I bought two. Aren't they wonderful? And I'm actually considering having some personalized and selling them for uh, fans. This is what I'm talking about. Finally, it'll be the first Brian-inspired piece of merchandise. Brian-inspired, but not Brian. Brian didn't think of it. (laughs) I'm thinking about it it. because they're gorgeous. The one I got, it's not the color I would do for for our fans, but I loved it. It's sort of a creamy olive color. Aren't they gorgeous? So gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. No, the craftsmanship. I even bought a couple for baby Steve. She's not quite ready for them yet. No, she isn't ready for for something like that yet, Rana. Yeah. No, but she's ready for that level of luxury. But the problem is that the flask is too big. It's too many ounces right now, but she'll grow. I'm saving them for her so she can continue to be the world's chicest toddler. She's pretty chic. I'll give you that. Yeah. Should we do this cliffhanger, Rana? I wish you would. I'm tired of waiting. Dear Mrs. Glickman, Lady Brianne, and thoughtful yet fabulous guest. Here's my question. Which we just had, but she's just taken off. Yeah. She's wonderful. Is there a nicer, appropriate way to tell my sister's long-term boyfriend to shut up? Background. The boyfriend in question is loud and never stops talking. He's a know-it-all, and if he doesn't know it, he'll look it up and read you the Wikipedia word for it. This also means he's an energy (laughs) vampire. Oh, boy. 
he hijacks every, and then she puts C or he put C Colin Robert Robinson from what we do in the shadows. He hijacks every conversation and turns it into a boring lecture about the topic of his choice. He runs every joke into the ground within an hour, repeating what he would surely call an inside joke until you want to stab your ears with sharp pencils. His mm. worst offense though, is that he ends up nearly silencing my sister. We live in different States and don't see each other that often. So our time together should be precious. Unfortunately, I feel like I spend no time with her during our visits, even though she's there. She says very little, which was not like her previously. I will admit I oftentimes retreat inward during these visits because I don't want to compete for talking time. My husband and I have made a point to try to engage her directly, ask her questions that don't involve him. We ask about her work. She'll start to respond, and he'll talk over her and take over answering the question for her. It's very Mm. frustrating. Every inch of me wants to look him dead in the eyes and tell him to go scratch. Yeah. I love my sister, and this is her chosen partner. I worry she's starting to realize my husband and I might not enjoy his company. I also worry our parents see it. They're real peacekeepers, repress all conflicts, so they'd never say a thing. I don't want to hurt her by telling him to pipe down, but I wonder if they spend their lives together, if they if they spend their lives together, how we will go on in our relationship. There's also a part of me that wonders if she gets annoyed with him and is happy in this relationship. I realize this is a big jump, and I could be way off thinking she's thinking she's unhappy just because I find him to be too much, and she could find his excessive chatter charming. Is it worth addressing this with her? Is there a way to do so without being offensive? What's I don't this? Think there is. If someone spent the weekend, <laughs> tell me with what. My do son. me a favor. Send me a pre-follow up and tell me what this. What is, is. this? Yeah, if is it someone, worth addressing this with her? That you don't like her partner. Him. If, you don't like him. <laughs> yeah. Just the whole person. Yeah. If someone spent the weekend with myself and my husband and then asked if I was happy in our relationship, I would be mortified. Sure. But, There are times where she seems annoyed with him or the topic of engagement has come up and she's ignored his gentle but inappropriate teasing about a proposal. I just want what's best for her, but also don't want to harm our relationship. I I just want what's best for her, but I just want him to shut the F up. And I just want what's best for me. Yeah. (laughs) And I just want the two days a year I spend with them to be better. Yeah. I try very hard to put on my best face and smile through his endless talk, but end up feeling overwhelmed by day two and worry as time goes on, my patience will dwindle even more. Oh sure. no, I just realized this has gotten lengthy. Who's the energy ah, vampire now? Ah, ah. I see how these long-winded letters happen. <laughs> I want to give all the details to give you a complete picture of the situation and honestly let out my frustrations, but I'll end it here. Any and all advice is greatly appreciated. Thank you, Tanya. Not my real name. I s- given to I throw see- off the scent. I see how these long letters happen, but yet I still don't go back and edit my email because yep. I typed this on a typewriter. Let me end it by telling you how long it is. Yeah. Okay, in all seriousness, we will answer this on patreon.com slash askrana. It Mm -hmm. is absolutely one of the hottest Patreons in the industry. Oh my God, are you kidding? And it's also a huge bang for your buck. They told us, I can't remember what, they told us that we are within the top, I don't know, 1% 1%, of Patreons. And that we have the highest, uh, I can't remember now, conversion rate. Meaning that people that come to our Patreon and really love it. And they all listen to it and engage with it. And of course, that's no surprise to us. No surprise at all. People need to remember that if they sign up for the Patreon, they get uh, the free ways where we do the ways for them. Absolutely. Comes in their initial email. If they sign up for sauna privileges, they get the bonus videos. Yeah, they they get the video. If they sign up for the $5 a month, you get a new 
episode every single week. It's really That's too much. And believe me, if Brian was negotiating his contract now, it would be one a month. It wouldn't be four a week, four a month, four a week, one a week. <laughs> it just wouldn't. And I'm you not sure it would be if I was negotiating my own contract. No, I'm very happy with the Patreon. But it doesn't matter because I'm going to start charging, you know, entry level into the carriage house in January is going to be about $18. That'll be entry level. Wow. Yeah. That'll just right. be entry level. Yeah. So. I mean, that's just to get in. Yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking about it, you know, just thinking. Yeah. What else are they spending $18 a month on that they get four episodes where people are pouring their hat out. Yep. I will tell you this. Someone wrote on, and we're going to start this in January. I think we're going to, we put the book, book club on pause for a while, but I think we're going to go back and start doing the long form articles. I'll tell yes. people now. I love that idea. Where we read a piece of long form journalism and then talk about it. And maybe we have an expert on with us and maybe we don't, but someone suggested a piece uh, on the Patreon boards, and I started reading it, and is it, it is incredible. Oh, fun. I'll have to go It's about, that. I haven't finished it yet, so don't spoil it for me, anyone, but it's about a chef in upstate New York or Hudson County, I guess, uh, Hudson Valley, I think, who was running a restaurant supposedly out of his house, and that everything was supposedly, every inch of this restaurant was supposedly came from the farm. The food, the this, the that, the, you know. Oh, I've read this The article. mushroom spores that are on. And anyway, I just fell asleep at the moment where it's about to take a turn. And I yes. honestly, I didn't even read the rest of it last night because I'm so excited to read the second half of it that I it's skipped good. a night. You know something's good when you don't want to read any more of it. Totally, when you're saving it for if yourself. that makes any sense. So yep. that is what the long-form article club's going to be. We're going to read a piece of long-form journalism. We're going to talk about it. People can send That's us right. their questions, their comments, their this, their that. Patreon.com slash Rana. AI social club. It's really only for people who care about themselves. So That's true. Yeah. Uh, and I do, of course, understand that it can be a big commitment for people to sign up for the three months, but I want to remind everyone, you could always dip in and out and do a one-off box anytime you want to. So that's AISocial.club. You get invited to the Kiki for that month, et cetera. Uh, I adore you. I, adore I think you're you. incredible. I have, I think we haven't even barely talked about Ronica and when that's going to be, but you better believe it's coming. If people want to send us any of their Ronica suggestions, they should do it this minute because I think we're going to be recording That's Ronica right. ASAP. Mm -hmm. And that would that would go to askrona at gmail.com. And of course, we're just so excited for holiday and to spend the holiday season with you all. And then in January, we will we will take a scheduled break. That's right. But not Patreon. We never take a break from Patreon. No, we're always going on the Patreon. We're always going on the Patreon. So if it you're going to be missing us over the holidays. This would be your moment. Yep. Uh, and I think we're also going to do a couple of fun feed drops maybe over the holiday week where we, we give you a few episodes of other people's things that we love so that Ooh, people feel like they have something fun. Yeah, coming up. Um, all right, dear. I adore you. I love you, Rana. And I just can't wait to be in person with you once again. 2024. I also want to say, you mean 2023? Oh, uh, 2025. What are you talking about, Rana? We're not well, taking a year-long break. Who knows? I mean, who knows? No, we're not. Okay. But I am starting to get excited about my Eastern European sojourn. Remember I told you I was going to Eastern yeah, Europe? Yeah, when are you I'm going? I'm tired you know of not yet? wearing my fur. 
Veronica, you've got to stop talking about that. You know what? I told I you know it's, that it's legacy. legacy. Fur. I've had it a long time, and I just want to wear it, and I don't want anyone to look twice at me. And I don't, and okay. I think that's okay. I do not. I can't put the coat back in the woods. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean, actually. Yeah. Did you have something else you wanted to say, dear? Not anymore. Okay. All right, Skittle. That's what I'm going to start calling you now. How dare you? (laughs) Okay, Skittles. I'll talk to you later. This is blackmail. All right, I'll talk to you later. Kiss, kiss. Kiss, (laughs) kiss. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.